This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, March 21st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. What's snow? We have a summit. Details failed to sway House Democrats on Farm Bill and Trump's farmer support slipping. Well, Congress is heading toward a shutdown deadline. Lawmakers are going down to the wire once again to avert a government shutdown. As of midnight, Republican and Democratic leaders still had not announced a deal on an omnibus spending plan that needs to pass before this weekend. The continuing resolution that's now funding the government is set to expire Friday. Among the issues being negotiated yesterday was whether to include in the omnibus an industry agreement to modify the Section 199A tax benefit for farmer cooperatives. As their price for including the 199A fix, Democrats demanded that Republicans agree to expand a low-income housing tax credit. Trade and technology, a focus of AgriPulse Summit. Today's 2018 AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit will put the spotlight on short-term and long-term prospects for agriculture trade and technology. The lineup of speakers includes President Trump's chief agriculture negotiator, Greg Dowd, White House Ag Advisor, Ray Starling, and USDA's Undersecretary of Trade, Ted McKinney. There will also be panels of leading scientists and corporate executives looking at the future of biotechnology and the prospects for consumer acceptance of new advancements. If it looks like an Alaskan blizzard this morning, we'll alert everyone that our plans may have changed, according to AgriPulse editor Sarah Wyatt. But for now, many of our guests are already in town. The farm kids in our audience know how to drive in rough weather, and everyone wants to hear our terrific lineup. Our speakers tell us they'll show up come hell or high water, and hopefully they won't have to drive through both. Wyatt is monitoring weather conditions and will alert participants before 6 a.m. this morning if there is any change in plans. Now, if you can't make it to the summit, follow AgriPulse.com for updates. Most importantly, be safe. House Ag Democrats refuse to budge on Farm Bill. It looks like House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway is going to have to rework the nutrition provisions of his draft farm bill if he's going to get to the floor with any Democratic support. The committee's ranking member, Colin Peterson, shared additional details of the nutrition title with his Democratic colleagues and later issued a statement saying Democrats were unanimously opposed to the bill. Last week, Democrats said they were breaking off negotiations until they saw the bill text. Peterson's full statement said, quote, The Democratic members of the Agriculture Committee are unanimous in their opposition to the extreme partisan policies being advocated by the majority. This opposition will not change. Conway staff had no immediate comment on Peterson's statement. Now keep in mind, we're in uncharted territory here with this level of partisanship on a farm bill in either the House or the Senate Agriculture Committees. AgriPulse poll, farmers growing wary of Trump. Farmers and ranchers continue to give President Trump significantly higher marks than other voters do, but the president's support in farm country is slipping significantly, that according to the latest AgriPulse poll of U.S. producers. The survey conducted by Aimpoint Research found that 51% of farmers and ranchers approve of how the president is doing his job, but only 45% of producers say they would support Trump's re-election at this point. That's a drop of almost 20% from Trump's support in 2016. Among other findings from the poll, 
Securing an adequate labor supply ranked as the second highest priority for farmers in the survey, right after protecting the nation against terrorism. And the poll found overwhelming support among farmers for expanding the Conservation Reserve Program. For more on the poll and the omnibus spending bill, be sure to read this week's AgriPulse newsletter hitting inboxes this morning. Purdue, no rend cap. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue appears to be ruling out the possibility that the Trump administration will cap prices for biofuel credits or rents. The administration will instead try to bring down rent prices through a vapor pressure waiver that will increase demand for E15. Purdue outlined that scenario, which is the outcome favored by the ethanol industry, in remarks yesterday at the National Press Club. Purdue said, we will not see RENs capped, but market prices affecting the RVP waiver that allows 15% E15 to be sold year-round, which we believe will increase REN availability, driving REN prices down. Keep in mind, Purdue noted that the uncertainty created by President Trump's negotiations on biofuel policy has driven down REN prices. It's interesting to note that since this began in October, RENs were 98 cents now, and they're 38 as of last Friday. So conversation has already been helpful in that area of driving REN prices down. Still, Purdue's comment on the REN cap is important. Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa said he feared that the temporary rents cap that the president was suggesting earlier this month is still at play. Grassley said, I went away from that meeting with the feeling that the president really doesn't understand the damage that a cap on rents would do and wouldn't be a reasonable compromise. Trump seeks extension of trade powers. President Trump is formally asking Congress to extend its current authority to negotiate trade agreements. The Trade Promotion Authority enacted under President Obama is due to expire in July. TPA sets negotiating goals for the president and prevents Congress from making changes to deals that the president signs and sends to Capitol Hill for approval. Senate Chairman warns of trade impact on ag. Senate Finance Chairman Orrin Hatch is firing warning shots at the way the president is using his power to impose tariffs on U.S. imports. Speaking at an event sponsored by the Business Roundtable and Farmers for Free Trade, Hatch said that Chinese leaders and U.S. trade protectionists have the same ultimate goal, America's retreat from global markets and economic leadership. Hatch, whose committee has jurisdiction over trade policy, said that the president's new tariffs on steel and aluminum have done nothing to address trade issues with China, but will hurt U.S. consumers, farmers, and manufacturers. He said the tariffs amount to a tax hike, pure and simple, while risking the threat of retaliation against U.S. exports. He said, if this is the start of a trade war, the only casualties so far appear to be American manufacturers, American farmers, and ranchers. Hatch also reiterated that Congress will have to approve any changes that the Trump administration negotiates to the North American Free Trade Agreement. Well, here's today's He Said It. AgriPulse is the best. I'd listen to Daybreak every morning. That's Zippy Duvall, President of the American Farm Bureau Federation. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, March 21st. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, 
I'm Jeff Nally.